Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weeding now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peacing out. All right, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome in to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Today, we are continuing our comic book movie journey through film with The Amazing Spider-Man 2, if you had any doubt about it being a Spider-Man movie. Um, this movie was released on May 2nd, 2014, with a screen story by James Vanderbilt and a screenplay by Alex Kurtzman, Roberto Orchi, and Jeff Pinkner with a direction by Mark Webb. I am Colton Robertson, and I am joined by Spider-Man himself, Joseph George. What's up, homie? Oh, well, thank you for revealing my identity to everyone on Earth, but it's a pleasure to be here, as always. Oh, it's, it's, it's always a pleasure to have you, you know, uh... I've been an admirer of your work for a long time, and even yeah. though we're meeting for the first time, I think that I'm going to decide that we're best friends oh, yeah. and talk to you in private when okay. you're not there. Um, I'm also joined, again, by Blaine Rezach. What is up, homie? What's going on, man? Holy shit, we have another fucking oh. Spider-Man here. Who, oh. are, <laughs> who are you? Peter? I feel Peter? My name's Peter feel Parker. Similar. And I, <laughs> Spider Man. I wish I could do the fucking. My I wish world. that we could do the fucking. <laughs> yeah, the whole. I want a dolly zoom going on. I wish I could have it. Uh, oh, okay. No, it is incredible, incredible. Uh, I'm so glad you guys went all out. I yeah. unfortunately do not own a Spidey suit. Um, yeah. Oh, getting into so, this, suit, an I admire right? this. Oh, I admire this greatly. Um, oh quite the investment, I think. Uh, mine, Colton. You'll, I think you'll, you'll know. Uh, I got mine for for Mr. Jag, um, mm-hmm. and for people who are out of the know, there it's just kind of like a high school talent show, kind of beauty pageant, but it's all guys. It's all, um, it's, it's all funny. It's all kind of supposed to be fun. And this was the one purchase I made for that. Uh, I've always wanted a Spidey suit, and uh, I, I justified I spending about hundred twenty bucks on. This didn't suit. we do a Mr. Jag performance together? Mm-hmm. Yes, we, uh, we did. Yes, yeah, the, we did. Uh, our talent. It was you and Trenton that yes. were our yeah. arms. Yeah, you were our yeah. arms. I, me and Michael. Hey, were you will not know the context of this because yeah. I mean mm-hmm. I could find the video and clip it here, but regardless, technically um, is on YouTube. Sadly, well, awesome. I don't know. I'll look back on it and, and laugh, might be but... in poor taste. We uh, so Blaine, Yo, the Amazing he- Spider Man Two. Yeah. How are you feeling about this film, buddy? Look. It has its faults for sure, but I do love this movie for how heartfelt. I think you're good, good now. We're good. Cut out yeah, for a little bit. I think you're good. Are we good? Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah, you're coming through. Climbing. Oh, okay. Yeah. You just like paused for a second. I was like, whoa. Yeah, something broke up there for a second, but you're all good. Okay. All good now. I think it was the multiverse. There's all that breaking. I don't know what the fuck's going Dude, on wait, right call now. Call Miguel, you know? Get on your wristwatch. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like this movie a lot. I remember seeing this in the theaters and I loved it, but 
you know, thinking back on it, I do see its flaws and I can see it's got that Spider-Man three syndrome where putting too many cooks into the kitchen. Like it, this movie's got three writers. So like that already is a little bit of a bad sign in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but there are aspects about this movie that are, that are fucking fantastic. There are dude. I, uh, I was pleasantly surprised. Uh, if you listen to our episode from earlier this week, um, we made predictions on where it would land in our personal rankings um, for the project so far. This is our 52nd movie, mm-hmm. if, I am, if I remember correctly. 53rd. This is our fir- mm-hmm. 53rd movie. Um, and I predicted it would fall from the 20 to 25 range. And it fell above that. Um, so I was I was very pleasantly surprised with, with this movie. Uh, Joe, how are you feeling about The, the Amazing Spider-Man 2? Uh, you know, uh, and I do, like Blaine was saying, I do kind of recognize some critical faults that the movie might have. Uh, but as far as like pure enjoyment goes, this one is fucking awesome. Like this, the, I had a blast with this one. I always, I came into it being like, ah, Electro and, and, and Harry, you know, is he technically the Green Goblin or is he Hobgoblin? He's Green Goblin. He's the is... Green Goblin. In this. Okay. So, so, you know, Electro no, and I, Green Goblin. Joe, that's tough to believe. You have enthusiasm about spider-man in, uh, yeah uh, that's, that, i know it might be hard to believe i know i know and and i i actually did have to decide whether to wear the skin tight one or my pajama onesie. are you regretting not wearing the pajama target. onesie right now a little yeah, bit I feel that. yeah uh could, you know uh, just a little uh this is high school me uh, i haven't grown much but it's definitely oh, i have it just a little bit yeah, sway um so not this way yeah. Not, but, not up, but out. Yeah, me too. Uh, no, I, uh, um, this this one was was very very fun. It landed uh, just just barely outside my top ten though, um, but a lot higher than I I thought it was going to go. Yeah, same um, here. You know, I uh, I had a great time with this movie, and uh, you know, especially coming off of the amazing this rewatch of the Amazing Spider Man, I was predisposed to kind of give this a fair shake, more fair shake than I feel I have in the past. And I was again, astonished by just how good looking this movie is. It is again, photographed excellently, even beyond the visual effects, which are obviously fucking incredible. The, uh, mm-hmm. the web swinging and, uh, electro even, and Harry, uh, Harry at the end, all of it looks just magnifique. Is. I love it. Uh, yes, it's, it's wonderful, but even just in these mundane moments, the the moment whenever uh, Gwen is like, I break up with you. I break up with you. Uh, that setting in Chinatown. And there's a view mm-hmm. of her when that conversation starts through the window of a different business on the like whatever Andrew Garfield's leaning against. Like there's a window he's leaning against and it's a it's a picture of her kind of framed by like and it's it's fucking gorgeous dude and i was like it's little things like that and little moments like that when you can photograph a conversation in a way that is intimate and meaningful it it can elevate a movie like crazy and i think in those moments this movie really succeeds um yeah and like the gwen the gwen and peter stuff in this movie is exceedingly good oh yeah it's 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 very very the best good. relationship in any spidey movie for real there are. I, th- I mean i don't i don't think there there is anything close like it toby and uh and mj there the first movie's okay second movie gets a little weird 
and I don't know, the thir- third movie is just the third movie. We're having fun there. Um, but no, I, I, I had a lot of realizations um, after this watch. I have, I have been afraid. I don't know if afraid's the right word. I think it's just my childhood screaming at me to say, you know, to not want to say that I like Andrew Garfield more than Tobey Maguire. It, it's, I've been holding back. Just because it, it I've seen Toby's movies. Yeah, I've seen Toby's movies too much. It, I've I've blown up two VHSs of Spider Man. They just Mm -hmm. blew up because I watched them so much. So I do really love those. But after this watch, Andrew's just number one. Like as as Spider Man and as Peter Parker. Like I don't know. I just I I love this man. This man is is incredible at what he does, and it's a shame that everyone. For whatever reason, they kind of got like the Hayden Christensen treatment, and I hope that like you know he's starting to get love now for Anakin, and like he's seeing all the kids that have grown up, and then that people are like, yeah, no, we've loved you our whole life. Like what? It's just the adults uh, that they heard from at first, but now that everyone's growing up, and and I don't know, I think maybe it might be the same thing. I don't think to the same level. No, that I mean, Hayden No Way is, Home. But... I feel like the reception of hmm. No Way Home was everyone kind of being like, oh damn. We kind of fucked that up, didn't we? Like public public perception wise, they were like, "Oh shit, he's good at that," um, and he is, man. Yeah. He is really, really good as Peter Parker. And uh, it, it, funny enough, I think that he obviously has like brilliant, brilliant moments in uh, in this movie. I, I, and this is hardly like it's hardly matters, but I actually enjoyed him. I think a bit more in the first one. I don't know what it was. I think he. Uh, I think there was a little bit more of a, I don't know. I mean, he's clearly younger in the first one and they play it like he's younger and he plays it like he's younger. And I think that works uh, for the context of that movie. And I think this works for the context of this movie as well. It's just that I think that, uh, I don't know. There's something uh, different about his performance here. That's it, it feels older and that's not a bad thing per se. It's just a enjoyment thing for me. I think that I, I like, yeah. I liked him a little bit more in the first one but he still ends up getting my performance nod regardless for this movie um and yeah i mean yeah, he got it for me pretty too. tough to go with anyone else gwen was the closest to getting the character but then again his character like the character arc peter goes on like i put uh performance i put andrew garfield as peter parker uh, but for character, mm. I put him as Spider Man. You know, kind of, uh, kind of to show show that I thought I thought his Peter Parker performance was was very very good here. Um, was good. Whenever he has to get emotional, Spider Man or woman, woman, we don't, we know. don't know. We don't know. We don't for know. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, and uh, what, was he talking to Harry? Is that what he yeah. was ta- like? Uh, is that when he went over the bow? Oh no, that's when he asked him about it. That's when they're throwing rocks or whatever. And he's like, "That's a question." Yeah, they're throwing. Me, that's a question. question. Yeah. You, he steps over the yeah. railing, and Harry's like, "Uh, what, no. what are you doing, dude?" I don't know, but it's complicated. The yeah, that location actually, I uh, obviously it's a real spot in New York, so I, it's funny that I know it for one reason and one reason only, and it's Past Lives. I don't know if you guys have had a, hmm. I don't know, Blaine, if you've had a chance to watch Past Lives. It's a pretty important, important location in the movie Past Lives, and seeing it fresh off of having viewed that in a I fucking love that movie, but just uh, that like clear case with the carousel inside and the steps there on the on the waterfront, like it's yeah, very very beautiful location with the skyline in the background, and uh, it can be photographed fucking 
brilliantly. Um, hmm. Yeah, that's, I don't know. That, surprisingly, like, is it weird that these VFX are, like, better than Tom Holland's? Like, yes, it's it not weird. maybe yes, strictly Joseph, better. It is weird. It's a different style, but, like, it's, it seems that it's, that they've declined almost. And I don't know why. Like, I, I'm trying to find why. Maybe it's that Tom's suit, you know, I think it's his eyes that get me. Like, the, the animated eyes that I just, I don't like. I don't like the movement of, I like the static mm. eyes of Toby and Andrew. Just don't move them. Um, and I guess how much of Tom's suit is VFX? All of it. Is it just his all eyes? Or, they, they VFX uh, over his entire suit. That's the problem. They don't let him just breathe in the suit on camera. They film it, use it as reference, and then they'll CGI over it, which is dumb. Ah, yeah. No, no. Like this movie opening on like the logo on his back and then like just the ripples going through and he like, what a sequence. Oh my God. They're like, they're flexing. They're flexing so, on us. So like the, the, we, we have never seen Spidey swinging like this before, and we have yet to see it again. Like, this is this is just the best swinging in any Spidey movie there is. Uh, that was one of my shots. Um, Let's say we was, get pretty close and far I don't know from which home. one to pick through, but yeah. Far That's, from home. Oh, the, the triple and then the all landing there. Pretty sick. Yeah. Um, but, I, I mean, just like swinging through New York. No fighting, no, and just he's just going. He's woo, you know, just having, just doing his thing. Oh, pedestrians! That's done as well. Yeah, yeah, you know, no, he's, yeah, he's he's perfect as Spider Man, man. It's 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 a really great great role he's playing there, and I think that it really it really bleeds through in this. Like, obviously, last movie he had that, you know, oh my weakness. Small knives. small knives, you know, like that. But I liked that we got. I think we got more of that in this one, and I think that it pays off yeah. in a big way. You know, like that first interaction with uh with Rhino. He's like throwing. He's throwing his fucking hands across him, and then the gun comes down and hits him. He's, yeah, yeah, like a, he's whistling the the Spidey theme. Yeah, fucking. And then it. his gun just comes back, drops on his head. You know, at the very perfect. Yeah, he's he's a. Uh, I don't know. I saw something that I didn't really realize on my first watches of Andrew's movies is that like his first suit was made to intimidate. Like it was made because he was going after who he thought killed Uncle Ben or who he knew killed Uncle Ben uh, trying to find him. And then whenever that kid that's in the car that's like dangling from the bridge, he like sees him. He's like scared at first, but then he takes off his mask and he's like, I'm just a normal person. It's okay. But I think that like kind of made him realize that like, oh, like I'm Maybe this isn't the right look, you know, and this look is just, I don't know, it's, it's not a... eyes, man. Yeah. It's got mm-hmm. the big, wide, white eyes, and it's... Uh, Mark Webb considers that the it, biggest victory of that he's had for these two movies. It's those white eyes, those eyes. big eyes. Oh, yeah. It's the Dude, best suit, brilliant. and I think that's probably a big reason for it, is the eyes. Like, that's, uh, I don't, It's it's crazy that, like, with Tom Holland's animated eyes, you can get a lot more emotion... You know, you actually get facial expressions through the mask. But Andrew Garfield just has such good body language that, like, you can read his face through the mask yeah. every time, even with a static, you know, static eyes and everything. And that's what kind of makes me, that's what kind of I don't love about uh, Tom Holland's suit is that, like, Tom Holland is a good actor, and I don't think he gets a chance mm-hmm. to show off the way he could because of that, you know? And, uh, 
And that, that, you know, that sucks. That, that really does. So I'm hoping that, uh, I'm hoping that maybe they can change that going forward. I don't, I'm not counting on it, but that, that would be cool. But yeah, I, I love, I love this, this character, man. And like you said at the top of the episode plane, I think this movie has, uh, has glaring, glaring flaws. I think that it's, uh, it's, it's got a lot of really emotional, emotional moments, but, the the they're so few and far in between just a bunch of stuff you know i think that we're we're running into an issue that a lot of comic book movies run into which is that they're trying to do too much in too little time like they're just overstuffing a movie yeah. and call it like trying it's to because push it out there sony wanted to make their sinister six movie yeah. You could obviously tell. I they, mean, it was they were hamming it up so blatantly hard. obvious. Blatantly so yeah. What is all this stuff down here in this secret sector? The future. The future. Okay, mm-hmm. that's that's not the most obvious foreshadowing line I've ever heard in my life. But now it's one of the most. Let's keep it. Yeah, st- now it's. A I like sad to keep it small. Hmm. Yeah, six. He doesn't say it, but you're like, okay, so, yeah, six, right? <laughs> like, yeah. I just, Stick to us, you know. Like uh, I don't know. Dude. It's it's and it's, it's funny to think that number. like that's all he has. So it's like it's not like he he likes to keep it small. He's keeping it small because that's all he has. You know, he's like if he had more than five other fucking suits, he'd probably yeah go ahead for and sure. Other people up for sure. You know, so uh, it's just and that's not that's pedantics. It's nothing. It's nothing serious. But um, I think that uh, on the villain side of this movie, it had a lot of potential to do really, really good with uh, one or the other um, in terms of Electro or Harry Osborne. And frankly, a lot of this stuff in this movie, I think this movie could be greatly improved if it wasn't the last movie. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're supposed to come so back. There's so much left you know, unfulfilled like, that yeah. you're just kind of like, ah, you know? Uh, and regardless that does that that that's a good sign that this movie doesn't stand alone brilliantly it stands well fine uh stands alone fine it's it's not terrible i think that thematically the way that uh peter is struggling with his visions of gwen's dad and the way that that ultimately like the last time he sees him right before harry shows up and it's like harrowing you know like he, the the fact that i can watch this movie for I don't know how many times I've seen it, and still be like, maybe she's it is. It out. Maybe she's it is. Be okay, right? Maybe it's different this time. You know, uh, I'm like, they'll go to England, and yeah. they'll be in Oxford, and there's crime I've in England. Got, they haven't Jack the, the I've yet. certainly seen the first. Yeah, that's true. He did yeah. make a good point. He's out at I, large. Uh, I've definitely seen the first one a lot more than I've seen this one. Um, so there mm-hmm. were a few things about this movie that I'd kind of forgotten. Uh, for example, I'd completely forgotten that he'd like, he was like, there's crime in England. Like I'll go to England. I don't give a fuck. You know, like that's, that's where I'm at. I'm there. Um, now obviously this they, movie gets referenced no a lot in no way home though. Like if it weren't for that line, we wouldn't get that. There's crime in Boston, right? That's mm. true. That's true. That's, yeah. I guess not- Tom did go to England, right? And far from home, weren't they? Yeah, in where Europe. were they? Yeah, yeah, I guess Europe. Europe, just all all kind of around. But yeah, I thought I don't know. It was really cool, kind of watching and seeing all the setups that they were going for. Like at first, like I guess I just forgot 
the little secret projects room that opens up and shows all the suits. Like I, cause whenever it, it shows Doc Ox, like the arms, like just very mm-hmm. briefly, like it's very fast. Um, and like at first before the big reveal, um, and I'm like, you know, I did the good old Leo, like, Ooh, oh, we, oh, yo, oh, what, 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 what's that? Um, yeah. and I'm like, wait a minute. What the, f-? like, what? I'm like, hold up. And then, the big reveal, and I'm like, oh shit, yeah, they were. I mean, yeah, it's Ultra Wings like, and a Rhino yeah. suit, and I love that. I, I love that Paul Giamatti is just popping up for the first and last scene in the movie and calling it good. Um, He's a killer, you know that 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 dude. He just wants some plutonium. Yeah, he wants his uh, his paycheck, I guess. Um, but I love how how he's just sitting on on the truck, you know, just knocking on the window, uh, like, yeah. hey. Hey, like that, uh, yeah, that's a great little so over, and then he sits on top yeah looks yeah. down below his legs you know or whatever it's like yeah no, he's, yeah he's the most video game like spider-man there is and i mean that as a compliment like it when you play the video games like you do what you want to do and then like I, and like he has all these quips while he's swinging through and like doing all these things there's so many video game levels that i saw from this movie like oh, yeah. I like, this would be when they showed the ravencroft institute i was like i remember playing that in spider-man 2018 it's in the exact same location it's in the exact mm-hmm. same spot it's the exact same spe- setup and i'm like oh shit like and there's just multiple moments in this movie where it's uh, like the little the twists in the air he does or what oh, you can do if you hold a little and O, and you know yeah exactly it's so uh, clean with it Blue Electro yeah, makes a cameo in that 2018 game. And they're breaking yes, out does. of the and prison. They, they pay homage to it with the fucking, like, the power plant yeah. thing. Like, it's... I mean, I, I don't know. I think, yes, there are critical problems with this. But, like, as a kid, you watch this movie. This, no, yeah, this when was I was 14, I the problem. This, this, is, this is, like, everything, dude, as a kid. You know, like, I think Electro has the cool factor but not written as good. Green Goblin has a better written story, I think, but not the gravitas that Electro brings. Like, whenever, like, his theme, like, Electro's theme and, like, the music that starts going when it's like, you know, like, all the electric noises, like, fucking like the legitimate rock song. It's like, they hate me, I hate them, I want to fucking break them. You know, like, (laughs) honestly... It is kind of cheesy, but I kind of liked it. No, I don't. I, don't. I, like, I, like I, that I, I really, really enjoyed Electro. Yeah, yeah, like, I enjoyed Electro. I think Jamie Foxx, with what he was given, he did the absolute best he could. You know, I mean, it was literally, Spider-Man saved you on the street, you're obsessed with him, oh, he forgot your name, and I you're think a little bit stronger. I'm the op- I, you told me last night that after he becomes Electro, he's great. I think he's good up until he becomes Electro. Really? Yeah. I guess, like... Uh, there's more to his story before, you know, but like, I, I think what I'm saying like better as is just like, as a villain, like as a Spider-Man oh, villain, yeah. he just has that cool factor to him. Um, like I like the green Goblin. the green goblins cool. You know, I did. I thought like his story is much better. I think, I think like the whole, I need, you know, I need the blood. Oh, we actually have it. Whatever. You know, Spider-Man says, no, he figures out Peter's actually him. And like all that stuff mm-hmm. I think is really cool. When but, you say Electro's cool, do you mean like the aesthetics, like his just vibe? Every- pretty yes, pretty much. Okay. Like okay, that's yeah. understandable. I was yeah. gonna say he's and like and the opposite. Oh no, totally. Yeah, no, he's he's literally like an incel 
that like he gets he gets rejected once and then that's he's gonna start World War Three. You, you know, it's like, name? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean, it just that's all you got to do is remember his name, and none of this would have really happened. Um, he probably would have. Well, the cops would have probably still shot him, and then he. Oh, uh, what's your name, Max? Off. Is it Max? You know, yeah, I, I love that. Don't I love tell that me. Part. Don't tell me, Max. Yeah, he covers his ears, yeah. and then, and he actually believes it for a second there. You yeah, know? He he's does. like, yeah, no, it is. Well, he wants he him. wants to delude himself. Obviously, um, he wants yeah. to believe that Spider Man's his friend. Uh, terribly, um, and it is a funny little hole in No Way Home that I always kind of forget is that he has no idea that he's Peter Parker. Yeah. Isn't that just a fucking kick in the nads? Why is he there? Yeah. He has no idea he's Peter Parker. Even He even reveals himself at the end of the movie, and he goes, I always thought you were black, you know? I was like, just uh, kind of hoping you'd be black. It's true. Oh, man, I'm sorry. Wait, I thought that was the whole point of why they got pulled through the portal. It was. It was just like, I think and that's it's just... because of the, the electricity thing. Like, he's overloaded with the electricity. Um, It's not really explained, but... I think that's what it is. Uh, he's in the grid. He, maybe, yeah, maybe he can access some that, systems. Yeah. I don't know. You know, I'm coming up with insane. Yeah, at the end of the day. Actually, I like Jamie Foxx in this movie more than I like him in No Way Home. I think he's a much. Oh, I did too. I think he's a much better Electro in this movie than he is in No Way Home. I like the design. In In No Way Home, he's not. He's not this character. He's he's a brand new fucking. Uh, Oh, he's just Jamie Foxx in in No Way Home. Yeah, he's just he's just Jamie Foxx. But it's after he becomes Electro and he feels like a fucking god. Yeah. Can you imagine being able to go up to your computer? Well, and just not go, only that, they even just went away, like in No Way Home. They went away with his entire thing. You just like all of a sudden looks like Jamie Foxx, and, he just, and he's they like, did give it a Whoa, throwaway line. This is dope, you know. Uh, did give it a throwaway line by uh, yeah. Doctor Connors though. Max, the last time I saw you, you had terrible teeth and a, or whatever a comb over. <laughs> yeah, that is fair. Yeah, maybe Jamie Foxx was just like, I'm not being that. I'm not doing that again. Like I want to be hot in this one. Okay, I want to well, be attractive. With the, uh, with the workings of No Way Home, with the workings of No Way Home, it would have made more sense for Harry to be in. Yeah, but they the already world. had a Green Goblin. That's you're not going to you're, you're give up Willem Dafoe Green exactly. Goblin for Dane DeHaan. Like as much as I like Dane DeHaan as the Green Goblin yeah. in this movie, like he actually does something. But like, yeah, you're, you're not. Gonna I love Dane DeHaan. The goat. Yeah. Willem Dafoe's the goat. Oh no, yeah, there's, I'm not saying no I'd rather have one than the other. Um, but yeah, I guess I didn't think about that. Like it, it really doesn't look like Jamie Fox after he becomes Electro, and I bet that's probably a big like hit to Jamie Fox. Like his yeah. likeness isn't really shown through when he's blue. Like his voice, very much so. You can tell it's Jamie Fox, like a human but, fish. Yeah, so I guess. <laughs> I, I could see that maybe it maybe it came straight from jamie fox himself or maybe it was just we want to get the classic you know electro uh he crown just sort of thing yeah. um, I think, but i think the character design in no way home whenever he's like doing his whenever he's yellow i prefer the yellow to the blue personally um but mm-hmm. um regardless like the new new <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no. I uh I think Jamie Foxx is fine in this movie. I don't think he's great. Uh, I think he's he's solid. I actually appreciated Dane DeHaan more than I ever have as Green Goblin. I thought that him playing the socially isolated rich prick 
was perfect. Yeah. Uh, he kind of captures that essence really good. And whenever Peter presents himself to him, he's trying to recapture what he once was, but mm-hmm. he's just not that anymore, you know? So like whenever Peter's like, there he is, there he is, you, you know, it's, it's kind of like, ah, but is, is he there? You know, like it's, it's, it's mm-hmm. a little sad. Um, I guess I, yeah, I learn and his like transformation, uh, filmmaking wise, R- horrifying, horrifying. I think I, I like this transformation. I think Willem Dafoe does a better job performing. I think this is a cooler transformation mm. for, a yeah, for sure. to make uh, him actually goblin like, you know, like the, his dad's fingers, you know, in bed, like the claws that he mm. had, you know, it was like, yeah, that's, I don't know. I kind I do kind of like that more. The, authentic kind of goblin um and it it makes more more sense than like willem dafoe's like the formula you know making him crazy or whatever this is like just a it's the osborne curse you know you're just kind of gonna go crazy you're gonna have this other voice in your head that's gonna tell you to do crazy things um but no his his suit up was was actually pretty sweet and then you know i guess the suit just heals him you know, that was kind of an easy write-off as, like, he's about to die. Uh, this Venom is going to kill him. It is because his DNA is not of the Parker family. And then he just steps in the suit and it's like, ah, healing activated. It's like, okay. Uh, yeah. I don't, is that is, is that, like, a normal thing for the goblin suit to heal them? Or is it just kind of armor um, and, you know? No, it's not. It's whatever. not normal. Um, It's also not really always armor at all. It's usually just, like, a spandex suit. Yeah, Halloween yeah it's usually just a suit mm. and the oh quiet. yeah oh duh yeah i'm thinking i'm just thinking willem dafoe but, is the green goblin yeah, you know like yeah. he's just kind of he i don't know maybe he redefined it for me but, but for um, the suit healing him think about it this way it's not getting rid of the spider blood like it's not getting rid of the venom that's in the blood or whatever it's getting rid mm-hmm. of the uh, uh, Richard Parker DNA, like the Osborne curse. Basically. No, it's getting rid of the like Richard Parker DNA. That's in in oh. the spider venom or whatever it is. Okay, because it's at, at the end of the movie. He goes uh, that uh, man in the hat, Gustav Fierce, is his name. Rest in peace. I don't remember mm-hmm. his name, but he's he's passed away. Um, he um. Was, oh, you're looking better. And he goes, it comes and goes. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's true. I, I guess I, I did forget about that little detail. Um, man, I guess maybe that is is kind of a, a thing to show that they did have a lot of eggs in the bat. You know, they had two villains that they're trying to, you know, spin into, into this story. And, you know, it is Spider-Man 3-esque like that when you have Harry... Venom, Sandman, you know, all all in that movie. Um, mm-hmm. So I guess they were trying to kind of emulate that a little bit. Um, and I, I think, yeah, it, and I, think I mean, it's like, there's, there's Spider-Man notorious... three, though. Like enjoyment wise, I, I, I enjoy this yeah. more than Spider-Man three. I do too. Um, I think I think I would agree. You know, I think that uh, I think this this movie's been you know notorious for its like studio meddling. Sony really, really decided the direction of this movie big time and uh Mm. you know uh, as what really blows what really hurts this movie for me again is that there isn't a third movie yeah the fact like 
if this is the conclusion, and this is a personal preference thing, it doesn't make the movie worse. It's a choice, and it's and I, I, I it has a basis in comics, and it makes sense with the movie's themes and everything. If they know this movie is going to be the last movie, I don't think Gwen dies. Hmm. Well, they didn't know, you know this was going to be the best movie. I thought you were going to say. Movie. Um, exactly. No one, no one in that board off boardroom knew this was going to be the last movie. Um, but first of all, they were that's what I'm saying. Like, I think no. that if they did, like, if they if yeah. they had decided before we are going to make this a duology, this is a completely different movie, and like that's a that's a whole other story, you know. But like, uh, yeah, no the. The sinister six reveal. The, no. the, the, the sentimental romantic in me really just I, really clings to Gwen Stacy for life. I, I would love I would love for her to stay alive. No, you, but that it is. You need a funeral is, scene in a Spider Man movie. You're not going to get rid of that, especially especially if you're going to try and introduce Green Goblin into it. There's I don't, have it be Harry Osborn. I don't think I don't know. Have I don't know. I don't think you write uh, your way out of of unfortunately getting rid of Gwen. It's a big character moment for him in the comic books. Uh, it's apparently it's a canon event now. A, yeah, um, if you want to go deep into the lore now of into the Spider Verse across true. the Spider Verse, it's it's canon events. Uh, well, no, yeah, and I'm not saying that this like I'm not saying this movie would be better for it. I think that they make the mm-hmm. right choice and it makes sense within the context of the movie. It's just I went with Gwen as my character of the movie. Uh, Joe, you were talking earlier about how it was obvious that Peter is, but I disagree. Um, I also disagree with both of you. Gwen... Ooh, who do you go with? I have May Parker. Good choice. Good choice. I have Aunt May as the character. A real one. Because. A real one. I like that. <clears throat> only because. Look, Sally Field has notoriously said that she hated doing these two movies. Um, yeah. she said you, you had to try and fit 10 pounds of shit in a, like a five pound bag or whatever it was. Um, mm-hmm. but she plays one of the most endearing Aunt Mays in the entire like Spider-Man run. She does like the Rosemary Harris thing of like, I know you're Spider-Man, but you're, you're, even though you're not telling me you're Spider-Man, you're telling me, um, mm-hmm. Let me do your laundry. Come on, just let me do it. Why won't you let me do it? It's like, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty certain at that point. She's like, come on, you you, get, you leave every night. You're you're sad at all the Spider Man news that comes on the TV. Yeah. You know, it's like, when will Spider Man come back? I'm gonna go eat my cereal. Yeah, it's weird how Gwen now. died when like, Spider Man was around, yeah. and you're not mad at Spider Man yeah. for Gwen's death. <laughs> you know? Yeah, Gwen dies, and somehow Spider Man disappears. Uh, right when Peter is going that's to quite for five months, Gwen, he's gone. Gwen dies. Yeah, and four seasons go away. Oh, that's yeah. true. Five months is <laughs> gone. And four different seasons season. are shown. They literally do that. Oh my god, that's so true. Oh, wow, they so show funny. it. They definitely they show, imply yeah. a year passes, which is hysterical. Um, wow. <laughs> I That's never awesome. even noticed that. That's so funny. Zero out of ten. Yeah, no, it's, 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 yeah, no, it's hysterical to think that you know, Aunt May can't perceive that her son essentially, uh, after Gwen's death, is carrying this heavy existential guilt over what has happened. You know, no way she perceives that. You know, like, uh, she, she, I think she gets it. I think she gets it. But um, 
That's a great choice, man. That scene, uh, towards the, it's in the second act, I think, whenever, you know, she, she asks him about why he's looking into this and how she feels that she's not enough. And you're my uh, boy. Oh, incredibly moving scene. My incredibly moving scene. And yeah, that's my line. Uh, that, that, that was my line just cause of the delivery from Andrew Garfield. I thought it was like, just what a moment that was between the two of them and, and heard it like him to just be like, don't like, don't get this twisted. You know, I'm, I'm your boy. I love you. Like there's, that is not ever going to change. I just, I need to know this is, mm-hmm. I need to know the truth. Uh, and I just, I don't know. That's, that's why I put Peter Parker as the performance for, right. for Andrews. Cause I thought those moments were just so much stronger. Uh, him and Gwen, like, I mean, him. Him and Gwen dominated my favorites. Uh, my favorite yeah. line, my favorite scene, my favorite shot. It's all him and Gwen. Um, yeah. Okay. I, I have I have Andrew for performance as well. Um, and and Joe, you and I are thinking alike with with the line, I, the "You're my boy, I'm your boy." Like, it's just I'll get your heartstrings, you know. Like, and the emotion yeah. that they show, like they're both crying in that moment. Yeah. It just shows like yeah, how good of like actors are. This movie is the most Mark Webb movie uh between the two like Spider-Mans. Like this movie has the most Mark Webb isms for direction than than even the last absolutely. one. Absolutely. They got a Philip Phillips needle drop, bro. This is gone, gone, gone. Dude, did that put you back? Did that I hated take you that. back to let's long yeah, after you gone, gone, gone. You hated that song? Dude, that was a song I Oh, I don't hate the song. I hate the scene because Facebook, they cut so much dude. out of it. Like that was yeah. Oh, okay. There's there's supposed there, there's music. A needle drop I loved, but also hated a little bit at the same time. They kind of blue balled me. Was giving me some Steve Aoki Kid Cudi uh, Pursuit of Happiness remix, and then it's only in there for like five seconds. I'm like, yo, like, come on, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then it just stops. That, and then yeah. they're like, that's it. Yeah. Uh, it's just yeah, it's him like electrifying his webs just over yeah. and over and blowing up, and it's like. Okay, you know, I, I mean, I guess Steve Aoki was more in the movie than Kid Cudi, so that's where where I'm kind of a little a little angry. But that's okay. that scientist that a, on YouTube okay, that he's watching has yeah has two subscribers and like a couple hundred thousand views on that video. That's funny. That's mm. funny. Wow. It's like the only it's the only video he is gets any traction for him. He's, he's got uh, two subs. I love that. Hey, we all got to start somewhere. You There's know? a lot of really great little details in this movie. I love that uh, they can't afford the name brand T-shirt, so he draws the Thrasher shirt. Um, oh yeah, where's it to grab? That's a real like, shirt. All right, screw this gown. Yeah. What do you mean, real That's shirt? Real like shirt? an actual Thrasher shirt? Yeah, I think so. It kind of looked like just a white T-shirt. Was a Thrasher shirt before on. this movie? I can't it confirm, like but it's drawn on. Garfield and um, his stunt double, I can't remember his last name, but his first name is William. Uh, he, uh, he, they both love, no sca- they, they both were are big into skateboarding. That's why like skateboarding was a big part of the first one. Mm. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, okay. with Thrasher being a skate skateboarding thing. I mean, you can buy it. Oh, yeah. I, I thought his marketed love as... culture was why he decided to make a shirt like that. I didn't think it. I I, I thought it was. I, I thought it looks like he had a white t-shirt and he drew on well, maybe it. Maybe then I don't know. Thrasher. Um, that's interesting. Uh, I thought that that's what that that shirt looked like. I thought it was implying, you know, how 
Aunt May and Peter Parker are struggling, so they can't. He can't get the Thrasher shirt, so he has a white shirt and he's drawing on it. Oh, that, maybe that, then that I don't know. Thrasher, I thought I've only ever looked at that Thrasher yeah, shirt I, the last year or two ago. So I got gotcha, you, got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah, I don't I know. Do. I like that though. That that he, I never even put the two together. I just kind of was like, oh, that's a funny looking shirt. But yeah. de- that's kind of how know. I looked at it. Uh, but regardless. Yeah, it's my little head cannon, you know. Uh, That's a good head cannon. I like it. Nah, I, uh, I think that, uh, yeah, Peter and Gwen are the heart of this movie for me. You guys went back and forth with your line a little bit ago, and my line comes during my shot, essentially, um, and it's when he's agreeing, like, you know, if you're going, I'm going. I'm going to England with you. You know, you're wrong. We're not on different paths. You are my path. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that line. Um, Andrew. And the yeah. shot, the like wide panning shot around them where the city's in the background and they're standing on top of there and the I love you and webbing is in the background. I just love that little frame. It made me so happy. Is and, it a little inconsiderate to uh, bring Gwen all the way up there? Because there's Spider-Man like standing on top of the Brooklyn Bridge. Or I don't know. Is that the Brooklyn Bridge? Uh, maybe not. But standing on top of a bridge, that's nothing to spidey but like gwen if i was up there i'd be like yeah. i'd be holding on to him so safe. you know he feels I, safe you know i guess he did and swing up he, there with her yeah. so like he's that not was tom holland and mj like standing there dude dude yeah. dude yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hmm. okay yeah. No, and see that's i i appreciated that this movie comes pretty much entirely after graduation you know yeah. i think that they portray this transition into adulthood really really soundly and it's something that um you know i they seem really really mature compared to no way home mj and uh and peter you know it's they seem much much older much more wizened uh you know it's it's a whole different ball game but uh regardless i think that the way that they play this relationship is so fucking good. I think that my favorite scene is earlier in the movie. It's right before Electro officially kind of doesn't reveal himself. He's just struggling and he's like, I need food. Mm. I don't know what my food is. Oh, mm-hmm. electricity. Cool. Um, But right before that, whenever, uh, you know, she's like, sorry about the, you know, the impromptu sort of meetup. And uh, they, they lay their ground rules. Uh, it's one of my favorite scenes in this movie. So that laugh. Dude, gotta go. It. Yeah, that go. laugh. It's gotta go. Is it, that, it, was that improvised, a, do you think? It kind of seemed that th- them two were just kind of let go. It's very it, authentic. It like, uh, their yeah. chemistry is obviously there. Yeah. Um, and it's just... It, if you've ever been in an on-again, off-again relationship, this scene fucking just hits you like a ton of bricks this is spot fucking on like it is it is so on the money for mm-hmm. what the what the chemistry between an on an on again off again relationship is and that like uh just her him being like that laugh's gotta go and then she like does it a goofier laugh and he's like see that's still cute as hell i can't i can't get away from it you know like it's so cute man i i'm a sucker for it no more of this um no more of this no, no more than ho- yeah. I can't yeah. help it. It's the, allergy season. Yeah. Whenever they're hiding in the the maintenance closet, you know, and he's like, "Really? You picked the most obvious hiding spot of all time? Come on, Gwen." She's like, 
Yeah, sorry, I didn't pick the Bahamas of all hiding spots, Peter. And then he just makes Dude, out whenever with her. he comes yeah. out and he, you know, he. Oh, sorry. Oh, I'm a klutz today. Oh, he's all klutz today. Yeah. Okay. So you guys know that I I do like plays plays and stuff. Um. Yeah. My very first play back into into acting was in twenty. 2018, 2018, 2019, somewhere in there. And we did the show, The 39 Steps. And if you know anything about it, it's a, it's an Alfred Hitchcock movie. But this play is like mm-hmm. a high farce comedy of like Alfred Hitchcock movies. So it like makes very sly references. So you're like, oh, where are we going? Ah, oh, North by Northwest. You know, or, or it's just lines yeah. like that. Well, I played a character who plays like 11 different characters throughout the show. I see. And I, I had a scene in a a train car on stage and I, where I, we literally have to like pick up my, my co-actor who is is like my cohort in this. And I, we have to like move him around Mm -hmm. and like joke around. I'm literally referenced. I literally referenced this scene during that show. I'm like, I I'm all thumbs today, you know. I'm just like whipping my yeah. my co-actor all around thumbs. on stage, yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, sorry. Like I, I referenced that. Yeah, I was like, awesome. I guess I'm all thumbs today. No, it's a great, it's a great moment, you know, and it's uh, it's an authentic little character piece, and it, it would be like I I love that. That's a that's a great little great little tidbit. Yeah. That's that's outstanding. Uh, I real me and my brother had like a lot. We had Spider-Man debates last night. He came in my room a little bit yeah. while I was watching this, and we were just kind of going going crazy. And it made me realize, though, that like a lot of just what I did as a kid was because of Spider-Man. Like I just started – I like to draw because Tobey Maguire drew his mm-hmm. Spidey suit on some note. You know, like I would literally do that. Like I would draw stuff and be like – this isn't it. And I would crumple it up and throw it acting like, you know, I'm, I'm making a Spidey suit or <laughs> like I would, I'd be in my room acting like I'm shooting webs and getting it everywhere. And then be like, Oh, you can't come in. You know, like yeah. as a kid, I, I just do all that shit. Yeah. Um, no, I remember as a kid, you know, I'd, I'd climb, I'd climb up walls and I'd swing around the city, you know, mm-hmm. just cause Spider-Man did it, you know, yeah. you know, the, in the door frame, you know, you, you put like your arms and legs and like you, you're fully yeah. like up on the door frame. I love doing that I and acting that. like I, I was Spidey. Yo, um, I, that was a I good think one. I can speak for you. Maybe uh, correct me when I'm wrong. Your glasses okay. and my glasses are very, where do you think they came from? Where do you from? think they came where from? Do you These think are very style comes this from is very like, yeah. Toby Maguire, Andrew Garfield ones that they wear, like the ones that we're wearing. I get called Harry Potter more. With well, yeah, these ones aren't really whenever round, I, I usually wear them. But um, that's what I say. That's what I say to people. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're a little your look, like but... your hair and your glasses. They do have like that sixties, like Steve Ditko, uh, Spider Man yeah, yeah, yeah. look. That's the vibe, big time. There's a yeah, no for sure. There's a Steve live Ditko. action Spider Man in the sixties. No, no, it's not a live action, uh, but like the comic book. Oh, I see. Like, I gotcha. Gotcha. Obviously, I, yeah, it is. It is impossible to type in this. It, it's suit. So let hard. me let me just uh, say that. Yeah, Spider Man. If he ever has to hack into a mainframe, goddamn, I don't know how he does it. And maybe his suit's a little bit. Better, and then he'd, he'd pick up his fingers know? and all the keys yeah. are stuck. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it only happens a little bit late, like when he's first typing, doesn't happen. But then eventually it does. You know. Yeah, so it's like yeah. how I don't know how that works, but. 
his room design is different in this one. Um, he doesn't have the uh, he doesn't have the poster for Alfred Hitchcock's rear window. I, that. Um, I was looking for it. I don't know. I was. I don't know why. I, I, I liked his room, and I, whenever like he put all the, you know, his dad's research stuff up on the mm-hmm. wall, I was like looking around his room, and and I'm like, man, something just seems different. And I didn't it's a know that it was room that, for yeah. sure. Uh, the okay. general, the general uh, out out layout of the room, not quite the same. Um, mm-hmm. Close, but not still has not the bathroom um, that comes out of his room though into like a exactly. joint bathroom where he broke the That's, sink. Yeah. Still's got that. Yes. Yeah, it's I feel like his come. closet's in a different spot. I don't like, or like maybe we just didn't see his closet. No, and, like, yeah, that's, well, the, that's still the right okay, spot because but, he has a skateboards right next to it. It is. Oh, okay, that's right. That's okay, right. Maybe it is. Um. But yeah, no, I uh, man. Yeah, I thought that, uh, I thought the movie overall was much more fun and enjoyable than I remembered. I thought that, like I said, I was, I was a fucking mess last night when I finished this movie. I sent it to Joe. I sent a picture to Joe fresh off of Emma Stone's death. And I just, I had tears in my eyes and I was like, I was like, oh, I don't know why I expect different when I watch this movie every time, you know, uh, this movie still is like only... somehow I'm like clinging to hope heading into that final battle. I'm like, maybe something's different. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm watching an alternate different. take, you know, or <laughs> she yeah. lives. You never know. Um, maybe, maybe they don't make the third movie. Maybe they just remake I have an alternate ending. The version isn't the exact same as the one I've always watched. Um, Yeah, maybe. And and then every time Gwen dies, you just break the disc in half, go buy a new one, and you're like, this one's got to be different, right? Yeah, like, this one's got to be different. Get that that bootleg Uh, copy where it's just different at the end. It's it's the Bog Boys. You got to be careful with Spider-Man bootlegs. Sometimes they're a little more adult than you might. uh, I don't know. I I tried. I I remember I was like looking into just other Spider-Mans that were not the ones I knew. And then I, it was just a plethora of porn. I mean, it was unbelievable the amount of Spidey porn there is out there. Um, I didn't want to say porn out loud. Yeah. Rule 34. Yeah. Rule 34. Yeah. That's a, you know, kids, uh, if if uh, you don't know what Rule 34 is, it's uh, – never mind. Don't I'm just look gonna into stop. it. Yeah, I'm just actually going to stop don't there. Don't look into it. Um, um, it's too late. But, like, yeah. you've already fucked it up. basically means there's porn for everything. Fuck it's basically me. just a safe for work version of saying por- – typing porn. Uh, yeah. If you want just blank Rule 34, uh, you're welcome, whatever you're into. Um, <laughs> you're but, welcome. Uh, uh, yeah. I will say um, – you Colton talking about Gwen's death. Uh, that is my favorite shot. One of my favorite shots in the movie when you see it through his lens. Dude. Yeah. Oh, the re- Yes. Okay. That I is will nice. throw it in. I like, uh, the discord right now. If my fingers let me, I can't really do much with the, yeah, I know. Oh, I feel you. I feel your pain, man. I'm getting there. I'm getting somewhere. Easy. Hold on. Like we're getting like, Come on now. I've got thumbs, boys. I'm all thumbs I today. To, I don't mean I don't mean to brag. Yeah, uh, you're you're lucky right now. You got you have dexterity. Uh, look, I'm, I'm tight, to be like, fair, it, Joseph, we chose this route. We we yeah, chose destruction. We this is the same suit I wore. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you guys have seen the pictures. I vis- my friend works at the Y, my like where I grew up. Um mm-hmm. and they wanted Spider Man to come visit. So this is this is the suit I bought to I also bought to wear 
Yeah, I think yeah, I remember seeing pins. those pictures. Yeah, that would be kind of kind of just so funny to just show up to the gym one day and f- this whole thing, not just say a single word to anybody. Oh, I'm a, Ooh, I'm looking more like nice. Peter B. Parker than I am Peter Parker right now, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to get the yeah. trench coat and sweats too. Like I was in the <laughs> working Man. out, getting strong. Yeah. No, I uh I love I love me some Jake Johnson as Peter B. Parker, dude. He's incredible. Yeah. But uh regardless, uh I like that shot though. It is gorgeous. Shot. Now. Yeah, gorgeous. This movie is, is just gorgeous. Uh, very, very nice. I mean that whole that whole last sequence is fucking brilliant. I thought I was astonished by how well it was edited, how well, how easy it was to keep track of Mm -hmm. where everything was happening and just literally the layout of the inside of that clock. Like you could tell where everything was. Um, And man, the tension building there. And then the like the realization setting in, like whenever she's because they they don't make it obvious she's dead initially. You know, like it is it is kind of like you're like, oh, that couldn't have been good. You know, um, and then he, he, he gets the down ground. there and it's like, no, 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 This movie is still the only, and then you start to cry. Only comic book movie I cry at. Only comic book movie I've cried at. Only? Only one. I didn't cry at Robert Downey Jr.'s death. I didn't cry. I cried at Toy Story. You know, like, I mean, I'm crying. I said only comic book movie. Oh, okay. Okay. I mean, I mean, I mean. I know Toy Story isn't a comic book movie, but I'm just saying, like, I would cry at Toy... Like, it, I, 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 I don't even know how many comic book movies I've cried to. Yeah, um, I'm like... Now that I'm thinking think about that. it, Infinity War? Or, I mean, like, when Tony snaps, are you kidding me? I'm a fucking baby. Um, oh. I'm heartless, I guess, at that one, but... Oh, uh, that's okay. It's because it's yeah, no, I, mean, I like Gwen a lot. Yeah, to this point, I will say, this is the most I've cried at a comic book Ooh. movie. Um, in the project so far, I think it, whenever I get like, there's, there's a certain, there's a different level, uh, whenever I'm watching a movie, it happens with, it happens to me in, um, past lives most recently, not to come back to that movie again. Um, there, and a, a couple, a couple Wes Anderson flicks, just if I, if I hit the, <laughs> I know it's a fuck, I know I'm a fucking mess, <laughs> you know, and I, and I hit that here. Uh, Don't watch me before the- <laughs> you then, man. I cried so hard at that movie. Oh, dude, I've Clark. never committed to that movie because I know that's the kind of movie it is. Yeah. Oh, mm. God, I cried so hard. Sometimes that. you need that, though. It's like a detox almost. You know, you come out like a whole different person. You're like, man, I just I went through an enlightenment almost for like a I don't know. The first I time I watched uh, another Andrew Garfield movie, Tick, Tick, Boom. Oh, and like, dude, bro, no. No, happy birthday uh, to you. And the thing is, is I know this show. No. I love that. I love the show. And like, oh yeah, yeah. Like I cried seeing it, just like on the off Broadway version. I cried so hard at the movie. Yeah, dude, uh, the movie really, Andrew Garfield. Uh, that's the thing is that like that is the strength of him in this one. He is, he is the reason a lot of the scenes work. Um, yeah. he's just, I don't want to know, I don't want to maybe just say he is the best actor out of all three of them, because Tobey Maguire has some, he has some, some big Comparatively, there, but like, he is. I don't know, I just, I personally 
like Andrew Garfield as an actor outside of Spider-Man and in Spider-Man. I'll go Let's ahead go. and say what Joe wants. I'll Andrew say Garfield it. is the best actor okay. who's played Spider-Man. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm just, I still have hesitance, you know, for my boy. I don't, it's like, yeah. it's like LeBron you and You can Jordan, have a preference. Like, yeah. Michael Jordan, you know, it's like they're both goaded and they're both like really, really good. But LeBron, I, okay, no, I'm, I'm going to get into a completely different debate here, but like But my the personal, new guy... You don't want the new guy has to be better than the old one. You know? That you can't, you can't quite put your finger on. That's just mm-hmm. better, you know. Um, yeah, no, yeah. You can have like, a preference. My brother, Except I can't no. put my finger on it. It's that he's better. Yeah, um, it is just that he's better. Like my brother kind of pointed out very clearly. Like, look at Tobey Maguire cry uh, whenever <laughs> Uncle Ben dies, and then look at whenever Gwen dies, and you know, and or even Andrew and Uncle Ben as well. I think like, there's a. The, the difference between these performances in terms of, you know, we, we actually, we went over this a little last night, you know, uh, a lot of what happens with Tom Holland is too muted. A lot of what happens with Tobey Maguire is over the top. And I think that what happens with Andrew Garfield all, often finds a happy medium. Uh, mm-hmm. and yeah. I think that that's a, uh, I think, and that doesn't mean that either of the other ones, like I described Tom Holland's as too muted, and I think that would be the biggest criticism. I don't think that going over the top is necessarily a bad thing, like Tobey Maguire does in Spider Man. Um, it's it, and it's a Sam Raimi movie. I talked about this on the first the the, the Amazing Spider Man pod. It's hard to compare anything that happens in these movies to Sam Raimi's movies beyond the character itself, because it's a completely different type of movie. Yeah. Like they're it, it, it's, are completely... it's it's very different and. Yeah, and like I, I I commented on the first one about how it plays like a coming of age film, you know, and this this one continues that in a, in a sort of way, but the a goddamn coming of age, punch. yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know this. I mean i I think it is right where it is. I think I do. I do have it right. Uh, I, and maybe my Spider Man bias is just a little bit too much i don't know it's okay to have um, a preference Joe. like it's not like all right yeah i just yeah, i love i love spidey you know if anything, where do you spidey, have it I'm, I'm you said it was just outside gonna love it. yes uh so spider-man 2 is at 12 and that's the one i was like i i don't think i can put this over to i i don't think okay. like toby's two um, so I have it at 13. Right now it's just right below Spider-Man hey, 2. Man, the way you're talking about it, that's surprising. I've got Spider-Man think- 2 at 17. I've got The Amazing Spider-Man 2 at 12. So I've got I, it higher I than easily like put better. this movie over all of Toby's movies. Oh, shit. Am I wrong? No, you're not no, wrong. Toby, you know, no, you're not man, wrong. No. no, I mean, but, yeah, but it's, up it's up to the thing. You, I'm man. holding on to Toby. You know? it's, no, it's like, okay. Look, I, I, think... I grew up watching Toby, like, in theaters. Like, the only one I haven't seen of Toby's mm-hmm. in the theaters was the very first one. And that's because, of, obviously, 2002. Like, I'm 27 right now. Yeah. But, so. Yeah. So you're five. Yeah. Yeah. I saw Spider-Man 2 in the theaters. I saw Spider-Man 3 in the theaters. I've seen every Spider-Man movie besides the first one in the theaters. Toby was my guy mm-hmm. for so long. Yeah. I was mad when Andrew Garfield was cast as Spider-Man at first, but then I watched it. Like, mm-hmm. I still gave it its chance. I did the same thing with Fantastic Four. Like, I didn't think we needed a, yeah. a reboot the way it was. And, and granted, like, it's not the actor's fault. Like, Michael B. Jordan was... Probably the best part of that entire movie. Right. 
So like you got to give them their chance. Good solid actor, yeah. You got to give them their chance. In it. Just because we like it doesn't mean you. Yeah, no, like this might be better than two. Um, that that's the one. Here's the thing. I can't put it above first class. Personally, eleven. I know that I enjoy it more than Spider Man Two. I do struggle to commit to the idea that it's better than Spider Man Two, in my opinion. You know, I think that as far as the Rome, like they get the exact opposite things right. I think you know. I (laughs) think that uh, great the relationship. Not yeah, so great. Not, and yeah. then it's the okay. opposite here, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I think that... And it's not that the villains are bad in this movie. It's just that I think that Alfred Molina's Doc Ock, it's hard to uh, hard to stack up. Yeah. Mind. Toby, I think, just has the best villains, undeniably. Like, he just... He has the best villain kit there is. Um, I wouldn't say that. Tom, I think, might have Andrew beat even as well. Tom like has... Mysterio, I, I think Tom, if it weren't for Willem I feel Dafoe, like Tom has... Toby beat for villains. Really? Well, like, okay, No Way Home is kind of unfair to say that that's his movie. No, I'm not. I'm not even counting No Way Home. I'm counting but, Jake okay. Gyllenhaal really? and Just Mysterio and Vulture. Yeah, I think those two are infinitely better than Doc Ock and and like Sandman and Venom. You're leaving one very important one out. From Toby. Said Defoe. You're right. He said oh. beside Willem I said besides Willem Dafoe. Okay, Defoe. well, yeah, when you leave when you leave the goaded villain out, it's kind of, yeah, it's more of a debate, but have him in there. I don't Like, if it weren't close. for Willem, like, you Defoe, have Willem Dafoe, and I'm saying that as a Wisconsin native myself, like, mm-hmm. but like, if, if it weren't for Willem Dafoe, Toby's Spider-Man villains, I could, I could throw under a bus and I wouldn't care. Okay, let me ask you this. Who are the t- your top two villains in No Way Home? In No Way Home, who were like your like overall performed and everything? Obviously, Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. Mm-hmm. Top two. I don't. Another one has to be Doc Ock because, note? like, yeah, the uh, lizard does. Note, I don't think there is a two. Yeah, uh, like I think we'll be. No Way Home was really fun. I think it'll it'll be a jarring revisit when we get there. Um. It's still pretty good. It's still like good. It is, I don't know. Like fun. Like I mean, just the moment. Like inner. Like I don't know if I'm gonna be able to not give it like a nine seven five or a ten enjoyment wise, just for the moment that mm-hmm. there was. You know, when we get there. But um, I guess that is a long ways away. We do have a ways to get there. We have a few um, months before we're there. Yeah. Uh, it'll be a little bit. But I think I think where Andrew's villains kind of lack. Andrew Garfield makes up for it. Like, that's the strength of his movies, which I think is more important. You know, it's more important for Spider-Man to be the sole... Not maybe it's better if you can have a good Spider-Man and a good villain, but I think what he does is is just... He plays the role better than any of them. Oh, yeah, definitely. With more emotion, he just loves the role. You can tell that, like... I don't know, like, he's the one going out and playing basketball with kids in New York in the Spidey suit. He's the one, like... I don't know, like, he's the one doing all that stuff, and maybe maybe Tom and, and Toby have done that. Um, Dude, but I the, the, the part in this movie, whenever the kid gets bullied and he, he swoops down, and he's like, that's a wind turbine, did you make that? You made this? Come on, let me walk you home, you know? Oh, cute. That's the yeah. same kid that steps up to Rhino at the end. Yeah, Jorge. Yeah. Is it Tom Holland? That's, I don't know, no, it's a different <laughs> universe, obviously, it's not Tom Holland. Um, but cool little headcanon, maybe yeah. that's how Electro got pulled. Um, oh, he did see this Spider-Man without his mask on. He knows this Peter Parker. Well, I no, he did. He's, 
at that Definitely point. Definitely not around um, to see Jorge. Well, is he dead or is he in the grid? He's in the you grid. Because, like... He's about to become pure. No, he's I'm dead. I guess they blew him up. No, they did They did blow him up. Oh, shit. I was going to die. No, I think Jorge is actually Peter Parker. That's a good headcanon. Yeah. It, it, you know, it... That that would fix the plot hole of of you know I guess Electro's dead I don't it know how the fuck he, he never sees Jorge um, which is even funnier he never uh, sees did he truly die stay. there you know yeah. you know because like can he do a a Doctor Manhattan sort of thing where he like can assemble his body there was a lot of imagery is. that looked that was very reminiscent of Watchmen yeah. in this movie that's uh, what I would yeah even they do like, that comes out of the outlet and he's like these all circuits and stuff like that was super cool that was I super do, cool. yeah and like that's why I'm thinking like. I know they blew him up, but, like, dude's pure electricity, and, like, if one little spark of him exists, does that let him rebuild himself anywhere, you know, sort of thing? I don't, I don't know. Um, but, I mean, it would, then no way home. He has to die. That's the point, is they were all killed by Spider-Man, so. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, I guess maybe that's why. Not that they knew Peter Parker, but that they were killed. No, it is because they knew yeah, Peter Parker. It was the whole Peter. spell. Yeah, no, I'm trying to fix it. It's just not there. It's not. No, yeah, like it's a, it's a, it's a plot hole for sure. Um, okay. But yeah, man, I don't know what 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 other favorites do we have to hand out? Um, let's I just see. need you to give my favorite scene. scene. Yes, your scene. Did you say performance? I guess I just didn't type. Oh, it in. I it, I agreed with was you. Was Andrew, Andrew Garfield, Garfield was was the performance? Okay, that's what I thought. Okay. And then, yeah, it's just your scene and my scene, I believe. Um, that we, Me and you, Blaine, okay. I think. You want to go first? No, nah, guests first. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so I have it down to two. Um, my, it would be the scene in Times Square when he's, like, saving all the people from Electro the first time uh, with, the, mm-hmm. with the cop car, and he's just like, man, it's a good thing you don't yeah. ride a horse, you know? Not one of them cops yep. who rides a horse. Yeah, the the fuck. The well, if you want to spread the love, like that's mine. Th- whipping it out, that was pretty sick, dude. Um, dude, CGI is really good. A shot, a shot dude. that was. I know it's cut. You know, the camera's flowing through, and there's definitely cuts in there somewhere. But it, it is made to look like a one. It's an entirely you know, VFX sequence, but it's still a shot. Yeah, I, I mean that was oh, that was one of my shot. one of my options for shot. Um, um, but that that was my scene as well. Uh, so if if. If you want to, I have another double one. up. We can. I have another one. Wanna, yeah, if you want to go, I'll take the final. Weekend, I'm, I so. would like to take the final battle with Electro at, when they're at the power plant. Just that the whole he's shooting webs, crawling up the webs to gain speed, everything like that. The slow motion VFX. Oh, it's just so good. The music. He's, yeah. he's dodging Did that. Dude. He's dodging that stuff, dude. And mm-hmm. he, I hate this song. You know, I as he's, as he's like got singing around Hans Zimmer and, and them. Magnificent seven. Magnificent six. I think it's the six because it's Pharrell and. Is it six or seven? Is the Magnificent Seven not a movie? Magnificent Seven is a movie. Yeah, it's a fucking movie. Okay, okay. There's like two movies on that. I was like, is that a movie? I'm pretty sure it's a movie. Yeah, I threw two Uh, shots into the the Discord right away. By the way, Um, referencing the two bits that we were just talking about, and then like, yes, during that that Times Square scene. When he does, like, you know, put his thumb over and it splits up. But then he does, like, the only one of his web shooters is working. So he shoots it, grabs it, and throws it to, like, save someone's yeah. hand. Oh, dude. dude. Okay. Oh, really quick. Man. Yeah. Having either William Spencer, that that's his stunt double's name, or Andrew Garfield, whoever was in the suit, when they get shot back into the cop car after his web shooter gets, like, 
electrocuted and you just see him looking at it but his hand is just like uh like it's just shaking yeah, yeah. like the, the, just the commitment to like the acting of like knowing like okay i got shocked i need to like react to this mm-hmm. and when he's down like in your scene the final battle he's like i think like electro might be stunned for a little bit but he, peter just got like electrocuted all hell and he's like trying to get up and he's like just just your bones muscles and organs yeah. you know he's like and he's trying just to get up but no that's i don't know the body acting during that whole scene though like even at the end after electro gets blown up or like sucked Mm -hmm. into the grid and like the green goblin's coming around he's like uh he's telling uh when to like back up and he's just like oh (laughs) just like the body language the movements yeah no he's good he's so good i wanted to ask you uh Whenever Gwen's dad shows up initially, I think it's just in his head, you know, mm-hmm. obviously the, the guilt of it all. The final time that he shows up, is that Very his spidey sense? Is, yeah, is that his spidey sense being like, she is about to die. This is what all of this is for, you know, like, like this is why you're seeing her fight. Like, I think it's more the emotional, re- you know, just the he's dealing with it. Um, I think I think no. the final time it's it's a manifestation of his worry. Like she's yeah. here, he, and this is the most danger she has been. Yeah, she like, is directly yeah. in the line of fire, uh, and it's like right before Electro. Like, yeah, because it's like, before doesn't Electro like burn burn through? Yeah, him? Um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So, so okay, I think it's just it's just a manifestation of his worry for Gwen. Um, mm-hmm. I also appreciate how they emphasize how important Gwen being there was. Yeah. Like yeah, they, he they, could, he could not have done that on his own. Absolutely, you cannot dispute that she had to be there, and therein eventually didn't have to, but had to die. You know, like yeah. if, if she had to be there. Um, and I like that made made it very clear that she was like, no, no one makes my choices for me. This is my choice, Peter. That was like, the exact. This, that was the exact criticism we had for the first movie, and I'm so glad that they they came through mm-hmm. with that in this one. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I, I like that that Gwen got her her character moment because yeah. oh, now that I'm oh I gave I, I had it. to go with her for the character. I thought that she yeah. was so fucking good in this movie, man. And I'm fresh off of that Poor Things viewing too. So that I'm helps. like I'm like yeah. At the time we're oh, dude, it's fucking great. Okay, I think I'm so tomorrow. Finally, um, I might try and so, see it. I might try so and see it Friday. Good. No, it's just it's just so incredible to see how far Emma Stone has come too, and not that she was ever. She's yeah. not bad. No. Obviously, she's incredible in this in in this role. But like the fact that it's so she's grown so much to become one of the best actresses alive. You know, like it's 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 incredible. You know, and the idea that she was in La La Land two years later is even crazier wow. to me. Yeah. Um. And then the awards that Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone won. You know, they won won an yeah. award for music, won one one for acting, and then the you know yeah. the pictures of both. Oh, it's, yeah, there's a whole. Uh, La La Land will forever uh, have a. I'll That's never another recover. one. Of <laughs> I'll never yeah, recover another one from of La La Land. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. But uh, no, love Emma Stone. I had to give her some love, and uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm, 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 I'm riding pretty high on this movie, higher than I ever have before. You know, and we'll see how far that takes it. Do we think we're ready mm-hmm. for a rating? We got all the favorites. Before we in. do the rating, uh, so I want to pitch you guys something. Unless there is another part, pitch it. Okay, okay. so. Dennis Leary did an interview a few years ago, like 20, maybe 2019, when he was doing that, sh- that TV show or whatever. Can't think of what it was called. 
uh, where he was like the rock and roll dad. Uh, you yeah, might know yeah, what I'm talking about. I'm okay. About. He was asked about Spider-Man because obviously he's, he's Captain Stacy and he goes, yeah, they were full on going to bring me back for the third one. And they're like, how are they going to bring you back for the third one? And he goes, it was the, the proposed plot that I sat down with the execs were, um, Peter is so stricken with guilt after the, the death of Gwen that he was going to try and take his blood and kind of do like a reanimator movie with Spider-Man. What? They were going to bring back what? They were going to bring back uh Captain Stacy and going to try and bring back Gwen, which I think would in I was turn give us a live action version of Spider-Gwen. Yeah. Yeah. Would you I don't know how they make that work? But maybe it's better that they didn't make the third movie. That was a proposed plot, I guess. Okay, so here's the thing, though. I don't know if I would have liked Amazing Spider-Man 3 would have been pushed back because it was originally going to be 2016. Then they decided to push it to 2018 and film. Do a Sinister Six. Because do a Sinister Six movie in in 2016 and do Mm. Amazing Spider-Man 3 and 4 back to back for 2018-2020. Wow. Okay. I mean, it was very clear. Like, I mean, in the middle, like, we're, what we just got done with, what was our last Marvel movie? Thor The Dark World? Is that right? Um, so, yeah, I mean, like, the, Sony sees the success of Marvel building a, a big universe and having continuity be a thing. And, and you know, I, I think that's a big proponent of them. You know, and Toby had his trilogy yeah. before. It's not unlike for a Spider-Man to have three movies. But I think that they were truly going for, like, a bigger sort of world yeah. um, and, and a continuation sort yeah. of thing. Cause it's well, not like it green now. goblin. Just, yeah. It's, it's incredibly not like, inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Green goblin from Toby's movies doesn't carry over to the next ones. And doc Ock doesn't carry over mm-hmm. um, and stuff like that. I guess with Harry green goblin comes back a little bit, but just as you know, yeah. uh, the voice yeah. in his head, but yeah, I, I, it was, I think it was pretty clear that they were trying to hop on the, the MCU train. new Marvel train. Okay. You know, so yeah, you yeah. guys are officially a no go on that. And I know you, I know you guys don't really go into like the behind the scenes stuff. So this is why I, I, I mean, I like that kind of stuff. So that's why I, I'm trying oh, yeah, to pitch yeah, yeah. stuff. What do you think about, cause back in for the Avengers came out, Sony and Marvel almost came to an, a Spider-Man deal of, it would have been the Oscorp tower from the amazing Spider-Man series would have been in the skyline of the Avengers movie, but the render wasn't done and they were like hemming and hawing on a deal and it just never happened. But Kevin Feige still had plans to bring Andrew Garfield in to be Spider-Man at some point Mm. to the exact point of captain America almost made a cameo in this movie. Oh no. Coming Coming off of winter soldier. Really? That was that was is a that, rumor mill that was going wrong. Is that the wrong. correct release? Yeah, we're going to need to push this one back. Forgot about that. Um Front row. Wait, I think yeah, I think that, right now I have uh, Winter, Winter Soldier Winter Soldier's I think Winter Soldier's 2014. Huh. Let's see. Right now I have I mean on my sheet I it says in, well, I guess we have Big Hero Six as well. But yeah, it says, it's uh, yeah, April fourth. Okay. 
Is it it's not April month, 4th? It's a month earlier. It was a month before The Amazing Spider-Man. Why uh, do April so. 4th? That's strange. And yeah, Big Hero 6 is November 7th. Maybe my dates are wrong on this sheet. Mm. Um, perhaps, but okay. Thank you very much. I think you've done this twice, actually. Yeah, this for us. Time uh, I'm like the biggest so, thank you. geek when it comes to this shit. So like, yeah, yeah. so Andrew Garfield almost was the Spider-Man for the MCU. And Kevin Feige wow, even gave that. notes to Sony saying, like, look, if I'm going to have to adopt this Spider-Man, can we? Can I at least put some thought in, like, because this is the only Spider-Man movie he's not a producer for. Yeah. So he still, wow. but he still gave I notes. That would have been pretty cool to see that Oscorp building in the background and be like, like, oh, oh shit, look at the Spider-Man's going to come eventually. Yeah. Like, yeah, that, that would have been pretty cool. So sick. there was that. Um, he, he told, he was like giving notes of like Andrew's performance is kind of like all over the place, which I strongly disagree. Um, all over the place. Yeah, he's just like too emotional. Like he's not like he's all his emotions are all over the place in the scenes. He's so Spider-Man. It's just, yeah, he's no, I strongly disagree. Uh, huh. He said that the yeah. rhino was too cartoony, which yeah, but like I feel like that's for the better. I do too. It'd be really, really annoying if this movie was bookended by like a really deadly, serious. <laughs> and then like you just like, don't get the third one to resolve to take it. Take over this place, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. yeah. How how is one supposed to act when they lose their uncle? That's basically their father and their love like their, their love of their life you know it's like girlfriend and then you know like uh, yeah i know are his emotions yeah. all over the no, place like God. yeah i don't know uh, that's maybe kevin feige is actually the robot uh at the end yeah, of she's the kevin, like he's yeah, actually he's that robot yeah under his hat that he always has it's just a freaking yeah. scrappy do like thing inside of you know inside of him just he's got the damon rightus man dude yeah I don't, that's that's a bad take from kevin uh, yeah, if I do but like say he, so myself. Yeah, so he was just like trying to give Sony some notes. He's like, look, if I'm going to take this version of Spider-Man, can I at least give some thought and input into this? Um, hmm. And then, yeah, obviously this movie didn't make a billion dollars like Sony wanted. And then uh, we got re- like, like, all right, yeah, let's 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 make a deal with Marvel. Yeah, Tom point. Holland. What's crazy is Tom Holland's in Civil War two years later. Like they, that was a quick fucking turnaround. Oh, also, we um, didn't get Amazing Spider-Man three because apparently, and get, get fucking this, all right. Andrew was very vocally against this movie. Like it wasn't the script that he was given. He wanted like he's mad that like all the studio interference happened, and like so are we, obviously. Um. Mm-hmm. But he didn't apparently go to a meeting at Sony headquarters in like Japan for like some meeting. He, uh, allegedly, he was sick, and allegedly, he didn't go to this this meeting. So the head of Sony was so upset at Andrew not coming that they just outright canceled the rest of the Amazing Spider-Man franchise. It made seven hundred nine million. They, well, it's not a billion it now, made- is it? Almost three quarters of a billion, like. Yeah, but that's not a billion, Joe. Not enough. But I, not I enough. know. But what was the? We can. I'm gonna say the, the same budget? thing when it comes to Batman v Superman. Like when we talk about that, Warner Brothers wanted that movie to make a billion dollars, and it should have, but it didn't. It made probably it made some of the biggest that's, profit of the DCEU. That's just the wrong mindset to go in with. We because, need this movie to make a billion dollars, so let's try. That's it's already. Well, think over, about it this way: know, like you're you're Mar- done. The MCU made two movies back to back at a billion dollars. 
in the box office. Yeah. The Avengers and Iron Man 3. Damn. And then, like, Thor yeah. the Dark World, but, like... I think Thor the Dark World put, ended up putting up just short of this. Like, it was a lot of money that Thor the Dark World made, too, yeah. which is kind of crazy. I like Thor the Dark World. I think World. it's just after all the hype. Eh, 700 or $640 million. Yeah, um, like just short of this. So, um, yeah. Uh, it wasn't a billion, so they were just like, well, I guess we're done here. Yeah, that's so fucking stupid. That pisses All me right. off so bad. That's my behind-the-scenes info, because I, I like hearing <laughs> film gossip. Behind-the-scenes behind stuff does rock. That was always something I really appreciated about you and Ty on MCU on repeat. That was always one of my favorite bits, was that you guys were you guys were really good about digging into the the <laughs> the lore of the creation of, I like uh, filmmaking. of the film. So. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah, man. Wait, what? According to the actors, the original Green Goblin vs. Spider-Man fight was longer and more violent. Oh yeah, if you look up the images, you see Andrew Garfield rating. You see Andrew like holding up Dane DeHaan's Green Goblin, like just screaming about to like throw him down. Like you look up the images later after the show and you'll understand. Wow. That's crazy. He says I mean that that fight goblin laughs over Gwen's dead body. Yeah. Like that's absolutely believe that scene was originally longer. Oh yeah. That just it is very brutal for what we got. Like no other Spider Man is out here choking a dude with a web, you know? Yeah. Like ready to ready to kill him that way, basically. This is even before Uh, Gwen died hits the ground. Yeah. Does her head smack the ground, or is it purely the whiplash that? Came oh no, her head full on smacks concrete. There's a, there's a thud. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. know why that there was some. Like, I think it's because of the web. I don't know. It was tension. like a couple of years ago. Yeah, but I, 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 there was like a big debate on like if she actually hit the ground and like no she would have been dead anyways if she didn't hit the ground because of no, there's the whiplash alone. Like it would have broken her neck. There's no um, debate. She which I mean, like, wax that sucker. If a normal human were to swing like Spider Man does, your wrist is gone. Like, yeah. and your shoulder, like y- your arm yeah. comes apart. You do not do that. So I mean, like, maybe she dies no matter what, but like. I think yeah, I'm pretty movie. sure isn't the comics death of Gwen originally just the whiplash kills her. her oh, kind of left ambiguous. Okay, it's it's either yeah. you don't know if she's dead as the Green Goblin throws her off, or if it's mm-hmm. when he shoots the web and it snap snacks her or it grabs her ankle and the whiplash cracks it. I I think yeah. I haven't read that in a while, but I'm pretty sure it's like left to be ambiguous of like I what it either. is. That's why I'm like, I feel like I remember reading it as her, as a snapping of some sort. Not That's kind of how Peter takes but it, it was though, that it's his fault. Like, if it, it, it was the web's yeah. fault that, like, killed her. Yeah. But he blames the goblin. That's why he has to go because... down and, and catch yeah. Zendaya. Like, he doesn't yeah. shoot the web now. He dives down to actually catch her and, and everything. You so. okay? Oh. Yeah. Uh, no, not really at all. Uh, yeah. No, that's a great fucking scene, man. Uh, regardless, I think we might be ready to rate. We are. Man. I'm sorry. Um, oh, you're all good. You're all good. I appreciate any tidbit you might have. Uh, that's what we're here for to speak. Speak. So, uh, we must speak. Uh, but, uh, <laughs>
Blaine, how are you feeling on a scale? You've been here, you've been here a couple times within the last few weeks. You know our rating scale by now. How are you feeling enjoyment and critically uh, on a scale of one to ten? Enjoyment wise, this movie is a solid nine to a ten. No, I'm, I'm at a nine with this movie. I love this movie. Okay. I already told you guys so many times these two movies I can quote front to back, play a scene. I can tell you what happens. Um, mm. I do enjoy these movies mm-hmm. for even with their faults. Critically, this movie is going to give a solid seven because there's too many plots that either get dropped or like there's plot lines that get dropped or there's plot lines that are introduced. They're supposed to be for sequels and then they just obviously they can't do anything with them. But like you never see like one singular plot kind of finish. Mm hmm. And uh, yeah, no, it's uh, it's unfulfilled. Yeah, as much as I enjoy, I do enjoy the villains of this movie. I think Jamie Fox and Dane DeHaan did great, um, in their respective roles because like there's not much you can do with Electro, there's not much you can do with uh, the lizard like the last one, um, but I think with Dane DeHaan's Green Goblin, like despite people shitting on the look of the the costume and everything like that, I he's still very compelling because he actually does something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's interesting. He actually in poses a threat and like mm-hmm. succeeds in that Follows threat through on that thread. Yeah. Like, okay. Um, yeah, yeah I've, always, I've this... always been quick to dismiss Andrew's villains, you know? And I, I think, I don't yeah, know. Maybe I shouldn't be kind of lamer um, but... villains to deal with. Oh, well, three, I guess if you're including the rhino, cause the rhino doesn't, do much in this movie um he yeah. was meant to be bigger but uh, yeah i mean you get paul giamatti he's not supposed to show up for two scenes you know yeah 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 i don't i didn't think so but he's like yeah, one of the that's... top build people in this movie and he's in two scenes yeah he's on the po- he's on every poster hmm. yeah because it's paul fucking giamatti the dude's a legend well, not, not even paul giamatti uh, just the rhino suit it's just on yeah, every wait, poster. Wait, what? Oh my Rhino god! Rhino suit is like oh, on yeah, every poster. Little, uh, that's a little. Uh, I don't know about with, that. With Blaine's uh, rating here on on our weight and everything, it would be a seventy seven percent. And he's not far off from where I'm feeling. Joe, what are you? What are you thinking? Uh, enjoyment wise, how are you feeling? Around that, you know, nine. That's Iron Man, Mask of Phantasm. Um. And I, it's either a nine or an eight seven five for me. Um, it's it's where we you know eight seven five feels more right. That's where Thor, Spider Man two, uh, Batman Begins, V for Vendetta, X two are at. Um, I think I'm yeah. Thinking when I went through and did my little re rating last night, mm-hmm. I did a whole thing on my own where I I rated all the comic book movies we've covered singularly, removed from the dogma of what we have done. Um, none of those are eight seven fives. Um, okay. Uh, so like, uh, I'd be I'd be cool with an eight seven five here. Um, I'd also be like, frankly, I'd be cool with a nine. I think that it's a it's a super enjoyable movie. I think that it's it's emotionally riveting for as much as it makes me cry. I told you I get that. <laughs> so I, I'm willing to grant it a nine for that alone. That's what I was know? gonna say. I think like. Spider-Man 2 is my only, like, kind of hesitance, is, like, Spider-Man 2 being an 875. 
Um, but I cry way more in this. That one. actually makes me actively um, get a nine. Yeah, and that's that's what I'm saying. That like I've come to realize it is like a nine. Like I think the movie might be made better, Spider Man Two. It doesn't look as good. I don't think. I think this like no, I would say Spider Man Two got it's really good different. CGI too. I mean, the looks visually. It's different kinds of filmmaking yeah. is the bottom mm-hmm. line. You it's know? also ten years but, apart. Yeah. Literally, yeah, exactly. Ten years. But ago. look at Tom Holland. That's in the future, and this still looks better. In my this opinion. does so undoubtedly better made movies than John Watts Spider Man trilogy. I, I I think that that's. I think it wasn't Sony led CGI. Looking. I think they were using in house Marvel stuff, and like let's be real, you're overworking them people anyway. That's yeah. and that's I, another point is that like the Tom Holland Spider Man movies feel so much more like MCU movies than they their should. own sort of thing yeah it, they're in the mcu theory. but yeah um, you don't have these two no, yeah, you don't I have our previous this. two spider-man relying on like other characters to prove that he's spider-man you know well yeah like the contractual obligations of sony's deal with spider-man where like another character has to be in these movies for it to be an mcu movie it's 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 weird but regardless uh yeah no, okay, i, I so... mean i I like the nine though. I like I the nine there too. Um, seven on uh, on Blaine's end there might have been a tad kind for me. Okay, yeah, the, seven two five. The next step up, like the Wolverine and Batman eighty nine. I was kind of already like, I don't think so. Uh, I think it's my... better performed than either of those movies, um, and I'd argue better looking than the Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the Wolverine too. I like the Wolverine. A lot. That was surprising. That was a really cool. surprising. Like, one. I've got this at twelve. I've got the. Wolverine Did you watch the theatrical cut or the extended? I think we watched the theatrical cut. Yeah, there's not much added in the extended, to be honest. But okay, yeah, I, I think uh, that existed. But I mean, Spider-Man three is that a six seven five? Uh, it suffers a lot of the same pitfalls as Spider-Man three. So it, it is on similar footing, I think. Um, I'm, I'm actually three better though. I think it Spider-Man three. It does have the same pitfalls, but might doesn't look as good. Like the I think that's oh, yeah, that's like the, the visual the language thing. It's just different, you know. Like because oh. I I even hesitate to call it like I think it has better cinematography. But when it comes to Sam Raimi's camera work and the way that he think you feel every fucking movement in a Raimi movie. He's so good about every little thing being felt. Mm. And, uh, you know, so it's, it is difficult to say I'm, I'm not in a position where I think these villains are better than the Raimi villains in Spider-Man three. I, I think Harry, Harry is better in this movie than he is in Spider-Man three. I think that full, full heartedly. That is, that is a guarantee. Um, and, uh, but the, the Venom and Sandman stuff, or yeah, the Venom and Sand, Sandman stuff, I find more compelling than Electro. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, dude, Grace, Sandman? Weird, dude. Uh, weird in that role. I think he's doing something. Give you Sandman. Kind of similar to Dane DeHaan here. He's doing something, mm. you know, he's, he's, yeah. he's going for something. Um, so I, I think for me, what I landed on when I was doing my personal thing was a six, two, five. Okay. That would be the Donner cut. That's the only six two five we have, um, but I, I do think it is, it is below 
Spider-Man three and maybe and the visual effects. That makes effects, it a six five. Give it a I'm okay with that too. Um, like I, I'm because, like I said, I did a full re-rating, and so all this changed. Like, let's um, see what the average would be, like where it would shake it out. So with a nine and a six five, it would be a seven three three. With a six two five, it's a seven one seven. Um, I'm cool either that way. Ties. If it's a seven one seven, it ties Batman Returns exactly. Um, and if we give it the little bump, it is still just barely below the Wolverine at a seven four two. And I like four. that a little more. I like that a little more. I like above the Spider Man three. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Then a seven three three. It is. Um, it will be right. right below the Wolverine, but above Batman Returns and Spider Man three. Which cool. I do agree. Overall, the enjoyment factor does definitely boost um, oh, yeah. this movie above Spider-Man Three. So, okay, I think. it certainly does. I think that it's just it's it's too emotionally gripping for it to not be one of the most enjoyable superhero movies we've discussed. You know, uh, and, and enjoyable. I don't love what happens, but it makes me feel very deeply. You know, uh, so that that's more what I get at when I say enjoyment. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. With that, we will conclude yet another episode of the comic book movie journey through film here on the Penny Bloom podcast. If you would, head to patreon.com slash pennybloompod where you'll find over 50 hours of exclusive content, including all sorts of book reviews, comic book reviews, movie reviews, and the like. $3 a month, you can support this podcast financially, which is huge because it costs me money and I don't make any off of it unless it's over there. Head to Twitter, follow at pennybloompod, follow on Instagram at pennybloompodcast, and on TikTok at Penny Bloom Podcast. We're posting daily over there. Got clips. Tons of clips. So many clips. Uh, Bog boys. And, uh, Bog boys. That was that was the first one. That was the first TikTok. That was what we launched the page with. So uh, that's, a, that's a big one. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a lot of fun over there. And on YouTube, if you're not watching there right now, you have the opportunity to. Uh, subscribe to us uh, over there at, Penny, at the Penny Bloom Podcast. Go ahead and look it up. Look what... Look, find us and subscribe like watch it's a lot of fun um i got i always got a little something here for the comic book movies i got a little comic book yeah. this one's a up oh, felt this one's actually not completely on theme but the glare blocked out uh mary jane the most of the most oh. of the podcast so um yeah yeah this one's very relationship focused. The best relationship. Exactly. So Spidey I figured I'd get the Spidey yeah, heart like one. That. You know, I mean, it, I liked it. I like that cover art. But yeah. Uh, yeah, so go ahead and watch us there. Uh, remember to leave a five-star rate and review and download wherever you might be listening and to keep coming back as we will continue our comic book movie journey through film. I'm going to go ahead and disregard the release dates. It's the same year. It's fine. Captain America, the Winter Soldier will come out next week. Uh, and so will Big Hero 6. Um, those are those are going to be fun ones. Big Hero Six kind of breaks the mold for us a little bit because <laughs> it's a Pixar Marvel movie that was created within Marvel for the movie. It, there's no pre-existing comic, so it is a little bit of a different step. But it is a uh, it's a lot of fun, and I'm excited to discuss it as it'll be a first viewing for Joe, which I didn't know mm-hmm. until recently. So yeah, I love that movie. Fun. Um, I'm a huge Big Hero Six fan, man. I love that. Sh- I love that fucking thing. Uh, but. Uh, yeah, Monday we continue our uh, our Winter is Blooming Game of Thrones rewatch podcast, and this week brings us Season 7, Episode 4. Is that right? I think, yeah, it should be our first video, I think. Yes, um, which, yes. First, yes. first Winter is Blooming video mm-hmm. for YouTube, um, Season 7, Episode 4. I'm excited about that. Um, but yeah, 
With that, I was Colton Robertson. I was joined by Joseph George. Thank you very much, homie. Oh, thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure to be here. Oh, and it's always a pleasure to have you. And thank you, Blaine Rezach, for joining us once more. Go ahead and plug yourself one more time uh, if you wish. Thank you for having me. Uh, yeah, if you want to follow me, you can follow my personal stuff. I don't post a lot, but it's at Blaine Rezach, my first and last name. Or if you're feeling spooky, you can follow me at Ghosts and Us. Ooh. Got this banner behind me. Um, we're on TikTok, we're on YouTube, we have our own podcasts, uh, so you can find us on Spotify and Apple, uh, where I just sit down with people and they tell me about their paranormal experience or like how they got into the paranormal. Uh, but yeah, I actually have another video coming out within the next two weeks or so that should be coming out. Uh, we investigated a, like a haunted convent church and school all in the same spot in negative like 10 degree weather so that was a mistake but we did it anyway nope hey it was very cold but we nope. we, we got through y'all got got through y'all are bold y'all are bold got i couldn't do it i could not yeah. so, i couldn't uh but yeah man uh thank you so much uh, again thank for coming you on and uh it, it's 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 always a great pleasure having you and i think next time you're with us will be batman versus superman so i'm very yeah. excited for that yeah i, I just wanted um, an excuse to put this suit on so my favorite, my favorite spider suit. I've worn this so. since high school. <laughs> so yeah, this this is awesome. A little it. little web shooter, yeah. a little tight <laughs> yeah. down in the in the web shooter like region. Said, but that's all right. I'm excited to get it off. Yeah, after honestly, this, but, Peter B. Uh, Parker looking right. Blast. You're gonna get what off? Okay. Um, <laughs> you're gonna get it get it off. Uh, but uh, yeah, with that, remember, peace, love, and bloom. And my wish for you is to become hope. People need that. And even if we fail, what better way is there to live? And I would do it for you, for you, <laughs> for you, baby. I'm not moving on. I'll love you long after you're gone. <laughs> <laughs>